Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Bird Watchers General Store, Orleans, Cape Cod. Birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By Vortex Optics. With the VIP warranty, their unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. Learn more at vortexoptics.com. And Beautyo Books, an independent, family owned bookstore carrying one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. Beautyobooks.com. And proudly sponsored by Ocean State Bird Club, a Rhode Island based club of passionate birders like you. Become a member and check out the fall edition of our newsletter. Find us on Facebook and at OceanStateBirdClub.org. Good morning. Welcome to our show number 817. Well, Central Park in New York is a wonderful place for birding. Films have even been made about it. But this week, Central Park hosted a bird that hadn't been reported there in 130 years. It was a snowy owl. Hundreds of birders and other curious folks came to see it as it cruised around the North Meadow ball fields in the park. Unfortunately, but not surprisingly... Some folks gave the owl just a little too much love, got a little too close, while somebody launched a drone flight over the bird that they apparently thought would be a good idea. Uh, but apparently the bird didn't think so and took off. As Paul Sweet from the American Museum of Natural History in New York said, I'm not surprised it moved on. It wasn't being left alone. It was being quite bothered. We've been hearing a lot about similar situations like this and particularly having to do with owls and people trying to get real close to them which is not a good idea uh, at all really and uh, really does stress the bird so there's an example of it from our did you know department twitter has created something called bird watch as it turns out it has nothing to do with watching birds it's a forum to combat misinformation that's certainly a good thing, and we like the name. We're hearing the sound of our mystery bird and previewing our mystery bird contest a bit later on in the show. Some clues here to get you ready for that mystery bird contest. Our bird is a slender, mostly white seabird. The adult male and female have long wings with black markings on the flight feathers in a black stripe through the eye. Its tail is long, as long as the body of the bird and its bill is red. Here in the U.S., our bird is most often seen off the coasts of Florida and California, usually far from shore. Beautiful prizes lined up here, including from Droll Yankees, the cute chickadee feeder. This one has the size-manageable dome, their height-adjustable dome, holds sunflower seed, Mixed seed, fruit, or mealworms from Droll Yankees, makers of the world's best bird feeders. Bonus prize this morning, a big bag of our favorite coffee, Birds and Beans. The genuinely delicious coffee that actually helps save birds because it's grown under the natural forest canopy, providing food and shelter for birds in their Central America wintering grounds. Prizes and uh, clues, and we heard the sound there, too, of our mystery bird in the contest Coming along a, a little while later. Extra, extra, read all about it. Here are some of the stories and videos right now on our TalkinBirds.com with no G and Talkin website. And on our Facebook page. 
bringing back what may be the most endangered bird in the U.S., the Florida grasshopper sparrow. We'll connect you to a good news story about it, courtesy of National Geographic. Listener and Talking Birds ambassador Kimberly M. in Pacifica, California, sent us a cool video of golden crown sparrows, white crown sparrows, a fox sparrow, and a California towhee feeding frenzy right in her backyard. It's on our pages now and definitely worth a look. And from our Wednesday webcam department, which extends way beyond Wednesday, we'll connect you to a feeder cam in Pretoria, South Africa. And those are some of the stories and videos on our TalkingBirds.com website and on our Facebook page right now. Just a reminder again to check out our new Kids in Nature page. I guess it's not that new, but it's still there. <laughs> For some terrific ideas about getting kids interested in nature and in birds. A royal salute to Talking Birds ambassadors helping us do what we're trying to do, which is get the word out about birds and bird conservation and conservation in general. And thank, thank you to Samantha Pipkin from Chesapeake, Virginia. She said she'd like some of those cards that we send out so she can hand them out while she's on trails or out and about to share with folks. Thank you, Samantha, so much. That is so wonderful. And thank you to Emily Novak. From Austin, Texas. Emily says she is a fan of our mystery bird contest. Emily, we hope you'll call in and, and win a prize on there. And thank you so much for becoming an ambassador. And thank you to Matt Nelson from Export, Pennsylvania. Matt says, my wife really loves birds and got me into listening to your podcast. She bought a lot of birdhouses for our yard this year. And since I work from home, she has me watching birds constantly. And I give her updates until one day my spark bird showed up. I hadn't been very interested in birding until I saw a viri in my tree in August. I posted it to eBird and they didn't believe me that it was in my yard until I showed them the picture and they confirmed it. And then I was hooked on birds and I was very interested. Thank you so much, Matt. That is so great. Talking Birds listeners, we hope you'll join our Ambassadors family. Really easy to do, easy to sign up for. Uh, just go to TalkingBirds.com and click on the Get Involved tab at the top of the page. And join Matt and Emily and Samantha and our other Talking Birds ambassadors in promoting the cause of birds and birding and conservation. Still to come on our show today, we'll learn about a wonderful organization called Birding Tools. Plus, we'll catch up with Mike O'Connor in our Let's Ask Mike segment about birds coping with the cold. And up next, a handsome hawk with an unusual hunting habit is today's Talking Birds featured feathered friend presented by Birdwatching Magazine. For more than a quarter century, Birdwatching has been North America's premier magazine about wild birds and birding. Today's featured feathered friend is the Harris's hawk, a medium to large, sleek, and handsome raptor with dark brown plumage, highlighted by chestnut shoulders, wing linings, and thighs, with white patches on the base and tip of the tail, long yellow legs, and yellow facial markings. The Harris's hawk has an unusual lifestyle for a raptor, 
as an extremely social bird, typically living and hunting in cooperative groups. This hunting technique has earned Harris's hawks the nickname Wolves of the Sky. When hunting, a group of Harris's hawks surround their prey, flush it for another team member to catch, or take turns chasing it. Its prey consists mostly of birds, lizards, small mammals, and large insects. But thanks to its group hunting method, the Harris's hawk will also occasionally take down larger prey, like jackrabbits, great blue herons, and even young wild turkeys. The Harris's hawk is non-migratory and found from the southwestern U.S., south to Chile, central Argentina, and Brazil, in desert lowlands, and in some wetland and savanna habitats, using high perches like trees, boulders, and power poles to scan their hunting territory. Its social nature may contribute to the fact that it shows a relative ease in interacting with humans and is popular among falconers and in education programs. The Harris's hawk's common name was given by John James Audubon in honor of his ornithological companion, friend, and financial supporter, Edward Harris. It's Parabutio unisinctus, the Harris's hawk, wolf of the sky. And today's Talkin' Birds featured feathered friend. Welcome again. It's our show number 817. Thanks for tuning in. And if you have some friends who might be interested in our show, we hope you'll tell them about it. good place to start is our website. That would be TalkinBirds.com. And tell your friends there's no G in Talkin'. Krista Rolls describes herself as the person behind an organization known as Birding Tools. Website is BirdingTools.com. Krista is an avian ecologist and conservation biologist who loves birds and birding. She's been learning about birds and how to identify them since 2012. And she joins us now from Davis, California, to tell us about birding tools. Good morning, Krista. Hello, Krista. I know California is a long way from here, but we, uh, we should be connected, are we not? One, two, one, two. All right, we're going to try to uh, reconnect with Krista. We seem to have lost that uh, connection, but we'll, we'll do that uh, quickly, I'm sure. Just a reminder, we might as well give you our mystery bird phone number now because uh, we have this tendency to run out of time when folks call sort of after the show has ended, which doesn't work out that well for the mystery bird contest. So let me give you that phone number so you can kind of be ready for that, and that would be 781 837-4900 for that contest coming along in just a little bit. Let's find out if we have Krista there with us now. Good morning, Krista. Good morning, Ray. There you are. I was just saying, California is a long way off, so it probably takes quite a while for that signal to uh, get back and forth here. But I think you're... Well, okay. And uh, sometimes the connections are a little bit raggedy. Well, actually, that rarely happens, but it happened this time. But we'll get a hold of uh, Krista here in just a moment. Why don't we do this in the meantime to tell you about next week's show. Uh, the amazing Corina Newsom uh, will be with us. And uh, she's one of the founders of Black Birders Week. And now she's doing a master's program involving the study of seaside sparrows. And she'll tell us about some of the surprising things that she has discovered while doing that research. 
and that'll be right here on our show next week. Also, uh, I mentioned that thanks to the magic of Zoom, we're able to connect with folks that we weren't able to do before because of some phone limitations, like the one we're having right now. Uh, so we're, we've had some guests on from Trinidad and Tobago in South Africa. We're expecting a guest soon from the UK, and then another very special guest that we hope to connect with soon from Beijing, China. And uh, so we hope to do that very soon. Apparently, we're still having trouble reconnecting with Krista. That is not uh, not happening, apparently. All right. Well, we'll move on to another section of our show and then see if we can come back to uh, Krista. Uh, so here's hoping we'll be able to do that. So why don't we do this? We'll pause here, and then we'll go to our mystery bird contest in just one minute. The flutter of a tail feather, the flash of a wing bar in mid-flight. You don't always have a lot of time to identify a bird in nature, let alone to appreciate its beauty. But with Vortex Optics, you'll have the power to bring every wild moment closer. When you choose Vortex, you're choosing to have a partner in the field as passionate about nature as you are. Whether you're spotting old friends on the backyard feeder or packing for a once-in-a-lifetime trip to cross a few species off your life list, Vortex offers a full range of optics and optics accessories for every birder and every budget. And whether the birds are taking you to another state or another country, you're always covered by the Vortex VIP warranty, an unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. If you want to learn more, or if you need help choosing your next optic, give Vortex a call at 1-800-4-VORTEX or visit vortexoptics.com. Well, this idea about doing the mystery bird contest right now is not a really good one, as it, <laughs> as it turns out. Um, apparently, there's something weird going on with our phone system, so that if, uh, if, if somebody calls in while we're talking to Krista, uh, we lose Krista. So I guess we'll have to... I hate to say this, discourage phone calls right now so that we can uh, maybe connect up with Krista and uh, do that in kind of a, an uninterrupted way. Krista rolls from the organization called Birding Tools, and I think we're connecting with her right now, but uh, let's find out. Michael Connor will be here a little, little while from now, and where we're broadcasting from here in southeastern Massachusetts, it's really cold. It's warmed up a little bit today, or it's getting a little bit warmer, but we've had some really cold weather. So Michael will be telling us some stuff about how birds cope with that cold weather. Now, do we have Krista at this point? Maybe we do. Let's uh, try, but that dial tone would tend to suggest we probably don't have Krista. All right. What we'll do here is uh, we'll... I guess we'll continue on. Oh, wait a minute. Are we making connection? Maybe we are. Let's see. I have one more idea. One more idea. Yeah. Okay. Give me 10 seconds. Oh, just 10 seconds. And Jesse is going to do his magic, and he's doing something with the phone now that, um, oh, I don't know what he's doing, but he's got an idea there to try to connect with Krista Rolls uh, and our guest here. Why don't I give some clues on the mystery bird contest, but uh, we, 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 when I ask you to please, <laughs> please not call in. Um, just yet, because uh, we want to try to get this call. All right, I think maybe we have Krista. Let's find out. Krista, are you there? Hi, Ray. I'm here. Oh, that was easy. 
Yeah, yeah, you're right. It might be California. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, so far away. That must 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 be it. Yes. Well, uh, well, I'm glad we connected with you finally, uh, and ho- I hope we can keep you on here. Anyway, we'll do our best. So, Birding Tools, so. BirdingTools dot com um, is not a company that makes pliers and screwdrivers for fixing your binoculars. We should probably clarify that. Um, tell us what Birding Tools is and uh, what its main focus is. Sure. So Birding Tools is a community and podcast where people at the beginning of their birding journey and also those enthusiastic about birds can learn more about birding, especially how to get started and how to identify birds. So I'll cover everything from how to pick out a pair of binoculars and how to use them to mnemonics tricks and how to start learning birds by sound. Mm-hmm. I'm just scrolling through your podcast topics here. I think you have about 16 episodes at this point, if I correct That's right. counted. And as you say, really starting at the beginning, uh, five steps to start birding, selecting binoculars, anatomy of a field guide. You cover birding ethics, how to get ready for a global uh, big day of birding, how to connect with other birders. So you've got so many great topics on here and i want to see if we can go to some more of them here i'm just scrolling down spooky birds demystified okay bird banding with holly garrett bird sounds and mnemonics tips for birding by ear a lot of us could use some practice in that field guide app recommendations getting ready for the christmas bird counts winter birding tips birding scope basics as uh, one here that I'm specially interested in. It's photography, young birders programs, and diversity with Melissa Hafting, um, because she's going to be a guest here on our show in a couple of weeks. So we're oh, looking, that's exciting. She's wonderful. Yes, indeed. We're looking forward to that, and I'll be certainly um, listening to your podcast with her in the meantime. And then here's one that's kind of a, uh, a real uh, one we should all look at, common bird ID struggles and how to solve them. Um, we all have them among the among the uh, podcasts there at Birding Tools. Um, by the way, you have another little feature within this that I think is pretty cool, uh, how the episode goes. So the folks can actually look and see what's in the episode, right, in a couple of highlights. So you get an idea if that's the one you want to listen to at that particular moment, right? That's right. So on the website, you can see each of the different podcasts have show notes. And what you'll see on there is the different minute intervals that I switch to a different topic that might be of interest to you. Mm-hmm. I also have links that are related that I discuss in the podcast and a transcription. So everything right now, if you don't want to listen to it and you prefer reading, I have that on there as well. Mm-hmm. And there's a guide map so we can actually look at different countries around the world and you've got recommendations on field guides for, for those countries. Yeah, so one of the things I think is really important, especially as you're sort of navigating newly birding or even if you're going to be birding in a new location, is to know the tools that you need for that place. And one of those things is, of course, a field guide and how to identify the birds in that location. Mm-hmm. So what that map does is it outlines what my recommendations are and what other birders have recommended or guides for that particular region or country. Mm-hmm. Cool. And I know coming soon you're going to add a, be adding some quizzes and a bird ID course. Yes. Yeah. So the quizzes, I think, is really important. That's how I 
really honed my bird identification skills, learning birds by sight and sound. So I'm going to be putting some more on there. And at uh, the end of February, I'll be offering a live six-week course, as you mentioned, about how to identify birds by sight and sound. Mm -hmm. And I, before that, I'll be also offering a free live workshop about using bird family shapes and silhouettes to identify birds. And mm -hmm. registration for that opens on February 12th, if oh. anyone's interested. Sure. Well, and when you're not doing um, birding tools, you're doing some grackle research right now. We don't even have time to talk about it, but maybe we'll, we'll try to get you back on again and, and uh, you can tell us about that research that you're uh, working with as well out there in California. Yeah, I'd love to. Krista Rose is the podcast host for and the driving force behind Birding Tools. Check it out at birdingtools.com. Krista, thank you. Good luck with all your initiatives, and I'm going to look forward to trying some of those quizzes when they come along. So wish me good luck. Oh, of course, Ray. <laughs> Thanks so much. It was a pleasure. Krista Rolls here on Talking Birds, and uh, let's see. We already did our little break here going into our mystery bird contest. I think that means... Uh, Tell me if I've got this right, Jesse. We're going to go uh, right into our mystery bird contest uh, without delay. Right after Let's Ask Mike. Um, oh, yeah, right after Let's Ask Mike. Thank you for, um, for that clarification. So that would mean Let's Ask Mike um, in just one minute. It's time again already for New Year's resolutions. Have you resolved to improve your birding skills? Maybe dive deeper into ornithology study? With one of the largest selections of birding books in the world, Beautio Books offers everything from backyard birding books to general ornithology, from field guides to photography skills, biography, fiction, and humor. You'll find it all and a whole lot more in one convenient place, beautyobooks.com. That's B-U-T-E-O, beautyobooks.com. Linda Schwartz, and I'm calling from Baltimore. Being a Talking Birds ambassador is sharing your passion, and it's so gratifying to know that there's something that you really love and value, and now you're sharing that with others. Talking Birds listeners, we hope you'll join our ambassadors family. Just visit our website, click on Get Involved at the top of the homepage, and then choose the Become an Ambassador option at TalkingBirds.com. It's warming up a little bit, but it's still kind of cold, so we're back on the topic of birds in the cold weather, especially now in the backyard, as we connect here with Mike O'Connor down there at the Bird Watchers General Store uh, on Cape Cod in Orleans. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning to you, Ray. It is warming up a little bit. We're seeing a little bit more uh, open water out front here, so it's, the duck's a little bit happier. Oh, that's that's nice. Yeah, well, we've had a, quite a deep freeze, and birds have uh, had a tough time getting through this. Oh, my God, especially when we just mentioned the ducks. I went down to the uh, the Orleans Yacht Club the other day, which sounds like a wonderful place. It's basically an old weathered building with a boat ramp. That's the idea of a yacht club. But the, but the ducks had come in. Um, apparently, I don't know if somebody had tossed some coin out or what, but they, they were running out of uh, open water, and, and they were actually on the land, uh, the black ducks, mostly black ducks and mallards. And they, they would go up on the land when it was, like, in the teens and they would tuck their feet in so instead of stand, standing on the grass and, and eating the grass they would just clamp down and kind of push their bodies along because they didn't want to expose their feet because it was so cold so the whole time they kept their, their legs tucked underneath them and then when they took a break they immediately would turn their heads and tuck their beaks in their feathers because they they had that counter current with the, keeping their feet warm but yeah. their beaks lose a lot of heat so they would mm. immediately tuck their 
head in their feathers. Now, a lot of birds struggle in this cold. Some birds go in nesting cavities to keep warm, but most of them don't, and which is amazing. They just don't feel comfortable in there, so they go against the sides of trees and huddle up against the sides of trees, and they go, they use the tree to block the wind, and sometimes they'll huddle up two or three at a time to keep warm. I know uh, people found kinglets all kind of huddle together to stay out of the wind. And, and to help conserve energy, a lot of them will drop their body temperatures. It's usually it's like around like 104-ish, and they drop it a number of degrees. And they also shiver, which, like we do, mm-hmm. to produce heat. But they don't shiver as kind of kind of dramatically as we do. But they do have a bit of shivering to keep themselves warm. And they huddle down, and they fluff their feathers out. We were looking at, at chickadees coming to our feet. They're like, like little balls, just... <laughs> super out. And you're talking about wrens. When I put my features out this morning and there was a Carolina wren. Wow. They they make it through this cold and that's the southern bird, but David probably with feeders and some of our plantings and some of our wood piles are able to they're able to survive the cold. Um, I was reading about one um, grouse. And I don't I'm surprised more birds don't do this, but they grouse will make a little snow cave and fly in. I think Tom can do the same thing to keep themselves warm. They go inside. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm getting extra loud music now. All right. We'll talk to you next week. All right, thank you very much, Mike O'Connor, the famous Birdwatchers General Store, Orleans, Cape Cod. Every Wednesday, Birdwatching Magazine sends an e-newsletter full of information of interest to birdwatchers. Best of all, the newsletter is free. Sign up today at birdwatchingdaily.com slash newsletter. Hey, we're back here to the Mystery Bird Contest. If you've been listening to the previous parts of our show this morning, you know we've been having a little technical difficulty with our phone lines. And if you call in, uh, I think Jesse is taking your guest just in case your call doesn't get through to us on the air. But we think it might work, so let's give it a try. And we have Jim in Mississippi. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. How are you this morning? Uh, well, I'm doing well, considering. Yes. Uh, is this Dr. Jim, by the way? It is. All right. Ambassador Jim to you. <laughs> Ambassador Dr. Jim and uh, also uh, a special prize winner in our recent Make Your Own Swag Contest. Did you get your T-shirt yet, Jim? Not yet, but I'm sitting here looking out the window, hoping there'll be a special Sunday delivery. <laughs> okay, we'll work on it. The Birdwatchers General Store is sending out those T-shirts to our, our winners, and uh, and I think they have a... Oh, there you go. That's what happens with our phone lines here this morning, right in the middle of our chat with Jim. We don't think Jim hung up on us. So who knows? But I don't, I'm pretty sure he didn't. Um, but uh, in any case... Should we try another call here, uh, Jesse? Well, is it okay? We'll try it. Is it? Uh, s- uh, no, that's another kind of a um, not working out there. Okay, it doesn't seem to be in the cards tonight. Yeah, so we'll have to uh, we'll have to get our uh, engineering wizards uh, to work here to see if we can uh, fix these phone lines so that maybe not our next show they'll. Uh, They'll work a little bit better, but we might even try to still get one more call in here. And I want to make sure we don't forget to identify the mystery bird in case we don't get a correct answer. So I am prepared to do that. Our bird is a slender, mostly white seabird. Adult male and female have long wings uh, wings with black markings on the flight feathers. 
in a black stripe through the eye. Its tail is long, as long as the body of the bird, and its bird, uh, that is, its bill, is red. Those are some clues on our mystery bird contest. So I wondered. Let's, let's try Jim one more time. We'll try Jim. Is back on there. Good morning, Jim, yeah. again. Are you there, Jim? Okay. Go to John. Go to John. All right. Uh, John, are you there? Yes, I am. How okay. are you? I'm <laughs> well. Where are you calling from, John? Pembroke. Pembroke, Massachusetts. All right. Yeah. Well, we're sorry we lost Jim, but we're happy to have you, John. And what do you think our mystery bird uh, might be? The red-billed tropic bird. Did you say red-billed tropic bird? Yes, I did. I thought you did. Yes, that is exactly right. Nice. Nice job. Yahoo! Yahoo! You know, Jim is crying now, even though you're celebrating. I know, and I thought he knew it. I bet he knew it. I had a feeling he knew it. He is an ambassador, after all, so he knows everything. Well, anyway, John, so do you, and you did a beautiful job there, and you are absolutely correct. And if you'll stay on the line, uh, or try to stay on the line, Jesse will get your info, and we'll send you those. Thank you to Deb Campbell. She's the actual one that got it. Oh, okay. Thank you, Deb. (laughs) Thanks, John. All right. Well, I believe we are out of time for our show this morning. Uh, Just to uh, quickly uh, recap, um, red-billed tropic bird, that was the bird. And next week, Karina Newsom, as we mentioned earlier in the week, or in the show, that is, she helped create Black Birders Week, and she's doing some fascinating research on seaside sparrows. She'll be here with us on Talking Birds next week. Thanks so much for being with us. See you then. Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Birdwatchers General Store, Orleans, Cape Cod. Birdwatchersgeneralstore.com. By Vortex Optics. With the VIP warranty, their unlimited lifetime promise to keep you and your optic covered. Learn more at vortexoptics.com. And Beautyo Books, an independent, family owned bookstore carrying one of the largest selections of birding books in the world. Beautyobooks.com. And proudly sponsored by Ocean State Bird Club, a Rhode Island based club of passionate birders like you. Become a member and check out the fall edition of our newsletter. Find us on Facebook and at OceanStateBirdClub.org.